0: Yo, yo, what up, baby? It's right here, episode 27 of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. This right here is Trey Forever with Don't Let Me Go. We starting this shit off right, man. I know some of y'all home right now locked up in quarantine. This song gonna get y'all fucking again This is Trey Forever That is T-R-E-Y Forever Look him up on Spotify Apple Podcasts Apple Music Whatever Wherever the fuck you get your music from This is Trey Forever When things get tough And who gonna hold you down When you get in your moves And you don't feel so good in you start to feel And you don't know which way to go Okay, you know I'm here but you know I'm here for you, baby. you know I'm there for you. I'm there for you, baby. I'm there for you, boo. I'm so in love with you. Tell me you love me too. And me go. do me go. me go. I ain't gonna play the whole shit. That right there is Trey forever with. Y'all know the shit, don't let me go. Oh, matter of fact, this episode's 26. I said 27, man. This quarantine shit got my mind all fucked up. But we're going to get to the shit right now, man. We're going to get to the shit. Let's get it popping. I ain't going to waste no time, man. So check this shit out right. Like, y'all know what people say. Florida, like their minds in Florida fucked up. Charlemagne the God says, or as Uncle Charla, as he calls himself, The craziest people in the world reside in the Bronx and all of Florida. So in Florida, a Florida man, he was released on bail. He came out. He went home. He found out that his girlfriend, his girlfriend, she had moved another man into the apartment that they shared together. So he got out on bail. He went home. He found another, another nigga shit inside the house. This motherfucker found another nigga shit inside the crib. So, you know, him being a, a strong black man, he tried to decompress. He tried to decompress and leave and go to his mama house. But y'all know right now we in quarantine, so shit is kind of fucked up. So he left after he found out there was another guy staying there. So he tried to leave and go to his mama house. He tried to catch the bus, but the bus service was all fucked up because y- y'all know like with the, with like the whole social distancing and everything like that. So he couldn't take the bus. Let me read y'all the story. And this is from the New York Post. His name is, oh, this nigga name is Kenyatta. I see why this nigga crazy. Kenyatta Bellamy, 50 years old. He was released from jail last Tuesday after serving a year for failing to appear in court For a DUI manslaughter charge. Oh so this nigga. Ended up killing somebody. Shit. After his release. Bellamy discovered. That his girlfriend. Had moved her lover. Into the home. That they shared in Davenport. While he spent time in jail. He tried to visit. Miami. To go stay with his mother. After he realized. There was another nigga in the house. But due to regulations. Surrounding the COVID-19 outbreak. Bellamy was unable. To take a bus. And this when the shit got wild. So he, he ended up going back to the house. Now, I'm not sure if this happened the day he went back. But eventually he ended up going back to the house and he found them two fucking. So they said he used a knife, a hammer. This motherfucker killed both of them inside the fucking apartment. Now, some of the officials are saying that. Now, I'm not sure because y'all know last week um, a lot of states had enacted a law to where they were releasing people. Prison due to like overpopulation, overcrowding, because you know, there, there were fears that, and it's true, it's valid fears that the more people that you have inside the prisons, like God forbid someone was to, you know, come down with COVID 19, which is the coronavirus, the shit would spread like wildfire. Now, the shit already spread in Rikers Island. Like they said, so many fucking inmates in Rikers Island got the shit. The COs, you got motherfuckers not coming to work. You got like they released so many fucking people, so many people. So he got out. I believe it was in regards to stuff like that, like the coronavirus situation. So, you know, he had a failure to appear in court. Now, I'm not sure exactly. Well, never mind. He said he had a DUI, which resulted in, in the death of someone. So I'm not sure why he got out. And the prosecutors, them motherfuckers, they're not sure either. They said if this motherfucker would have still been in prison, that woman and that man would still be alive. Now, I tried to put myself in that situation as a man. And y'all know me. I'm not biased. Like, I can't sit up here and say I'm on the guy's side because I'm not. Because, like, I'm trying to. Okay, let me let me take a deep breath. Let me put myself inside the mind of a woman. If I'm a woman and I'm going to work every day, I know she has a child. I think I believe she had an eight year old child. So if I'm tasked with working and, you know, being mature and making sure I hold shit down and I am dating someone who goes to prison. For a year or maybe longer when his conviction comes back now, we are not married. So would I stay with, with that person? Probably not, because I'm like I'm just trying to picture that, picture myself now. As a man, okay, I'm dating somebody. I'm holding shit down. I'm paying bills. I'm doing what the fuck I gotta do, to survive and to progress my life. So if my wife, my girlfriend, my fiance, if they go to prison for a year, two years, would I would I remain faithful? I mean, it would probably have to depend on the circumstances because, like, if I know for a fact that, okay, my girl, she in jail because she was framed, like, some shit like that, then, of course, I'm going to stay faithful because this shit was fucked up. Like, the situation is out of her control. But now, if she had the charge she had, which was a DUI with a manslaughter charge, am I going to stay faithful? (sighs) Probably not because, I mean... You put yourself in that situation. Now, I know what they say, you know, now. Oh, you got to be a ride or die. You got to stand by it. I don't know if I'm going to do that shit. Probably not. I'm probably not going to do that shit. But staying with Florida in the fucked up shit. Um, I'm not sure if some of y'all seen the video a couple days ago where the pastor in Florida, he held a church service. The shit was packed. I mean, wall to wall. The shit was packed like sardines. I mean, you could you could like lift up your arm 3 inches and you could touch the motherfucker next to you. And you know, he he had a little little speech in regards to the coronavirus, the COVID-19 saying that, you know. We here in this church, you know, he like he the nigga didn't he didn't give a shit about the coronavirus. Let me play y'all what the fuck he said. Because like I said, like y'all know now like so, social distancing, you know, you got to you gotta, y'all can't be on top of each other, man. You can't be, man. Shit is crazy, but they arrested this motherfucker for not for not listening. And now, I kind of don't give a fuck because people like that. Let me play out what he said. Let me turn my speakers up. This is what he said a couple days ago. Let me play y'all this shit. Here we go, right here. They don't want us to do this, but just turn around and greet two or three people, tell them <laughs> you love them. Jesus loves them. Amen. Listen, this has to be the safest place. I said this has to be the safest place. If you cannot be safe in church, you're in serious trouble. We are not stopping anything. I I got news for you. This church will never close. The only time the church is closed is when the rapture is taking place. This motherfucker sound like a this complete Bible screw idiot. Is open because we're raising up revivalists, not pansies. Well, I know they don't want us to do this, but just turn around. Now, you know, people always say, you know, oh, you got to look for a sign from God. Now, look. Sometimes the sign is when you watch the fucking news. You watching the news. Like I don't understand this shit. You are watching the news. They look they letting you know right now. Look, this shit is getting out of control. It's spreading like wildfire people are dying. So for you to say, look, we in church, we in church, this is the safest place on earth. If you are not safe in church, you are not safe nowhere. I mean, do we have to go back to a couple years ago when, what was it at in South Carolina where people, they were in church praying and they were slaughtered in the fucking church. Like sometimes the sign is not always going to come down from God himself. Sometimes the sign is when you watch the fucking news. It's like going back to a relationship. If you a female and you're dating a man and your nigga ain't shit. And you say, I'm trying to wait for a sign from God to let me know to leave this nigga. Sometimes the sign is your nigga keep fucking up. Your man is fucking up. That's the sign, bitch. God is not going to come down. Hey, look, um, Tiana, you got to leave this nigga. No, sometimes the sign from God is your man fucking up. Get the fuck up and walk away. I'm glad they arrested this motherfucker, stupid ass motherfucker. I mean, it take me back to the fucking last podcast when we had spring break and you got all these kids on the fucking beach. And the governor, the mayor, they don't want to close the fucking beach down. You got thousands of people on the beach. I read a story last night where the, um, this was um in New York. Now, upstate New York, right? So a man, his son went on spring break in Texas. His son was at was at spring break partying at the beach. This nigga was having fun. Now, he, he was coming home. His father said, look, when you come home, you are not coming in this house. You did not listen. So when you come home, you're not getting in this motherfucker. You are not getting in the fucking house. So he, he came home with him and his friends they at the door, knocking. Hey, dad, yo, dad, let me in. The father said he did not let his son in. He said before his son came home, he bought groceries, put it in his son's car, which was in the driveway, put $300 in an envelope and left it inside his car and told his son to go back to your college. So they ended up driving to, um, I believe, a friend's dorm room, which was not that far. And his son said, well, the father said, his son cannot come back right now. That's good for that motherfucker, man. Because young people, even older people, like they are not taking this shit seriously. They're not. That's when the shit is going to spread like wildfire. It's going to go out of control. And it's going to get to a point to where we just can't come back from it. Because they close, like. We see the mayor of New York City. What was it about? Two weeks ago? He was on TV. What was he saying? He was telling people some bullshit. Mayor, what's the name? Bill de Blasio? This tall, big motherfucker? He was on TV. He said, New Yorkers, this too shall pass. Live your life as you normally would. This was about two and a half weeks ago. Live your life as you normally would. Now, New York is the epicenter right now of the coronavirus outbreak. New York is the worst spot for COVID-19. The worst spot. Only if motherfuckers listen, man, but uh, we gonna keep going down the line because... It's some crazy shit going on. Y'all remember Juana Man, the movie Juana Man? Juana Man star Miguel A. Nunez was arrested for shoplifting in L.A. Y'all remember Juana Man? Oh, y'all don't remember Juana Man? What? Juana Man was the shit, man. Y'all remember Juana Man was the... That shit was popping, bro. Let me play y'all this little clip. I know y'all know Juana Man. Jamal Jeffries was living a dream. I got the rethink cloning. Until it turned into a nightmare. What's up? Oh, y'all yeah, remember that shit now, right? When he was playing in, in um, I believe the NBA. Nigga was fucked up. Nigga had attitude. Nigga fucked up. Nigga, this nigga put on a dress and went to the WNBA. He was cooking bitches up too. But Miguel A. Nunes, he was arrested in LA at a Ralph's Supermarket. They said he went to pay for his groceries. His car got declined. <laughs> We've all been there before, man. Like I lost count of how many times, you know, I've been in a store and my car got declined. Like that shit is so fucking embarrassing, man. I remember one time this was back in college. Like I was in line waiting to pay for my for my shit. It was a girl behind me. She was fine as fuck. Oh, she was fine, bro. So she right behind me in line. Now, I told my mother a couple hours before, Ma, yo, my bank account is empty. This back when um I had left New York, you um, know, I was living in Georgia by myself. I had not yet found the job. I was in college. I was like 21. I was 22. So I was young as shit. So I text my mother and I said, Ma, I'm about to go to the store right now, right? Can you please deposit $50 in my bank account Please Like do not let me down She said okay I get off work at 2 o'clock At 2.30 I'm gonna go buy Bank of America I'm gonna put $50 in your account So I said cool Now my mother you know Sometimes she be slow as shit To where She don't do things You know at the time She, she say she gonna do it So I'm like shit i I like she said 2.30 the shit gonna be in my account So I'm gonna give her to 5 o'clock I'm gonna give her to 5 o'clock So I, I went to the store at 5, 5 fucking 30 5.30 I went there Right I get in line to pay for my shit I get to the fucking cash register and I'm like what the fuck I'm like nah man I got money in my account Swipe it again Bruh, so the girl behind me, who I was looking at, she looking at me like this is a broke motherfucker. But let me tell you all the story, man. This is um, Juana Man star Miguel A. Nunez Jr. was arrested for stealing groceries. This nigga, the actor's credit card payment was declined at Ralph's supermarket, and he simply chose to leave. And now, what makes this shit even worse and fucking laughable? When he left, he got away with the shit. Now. They realize he stole, but I guess you know at this time the, the, like the nigga done got too far. I don't know if he used that Juana man speed and this nigga took off, but he walked out the fucking store. But the nigga came back a couple days later. It's like everybody knows who you are now. Of course, his face is not the more is not the most popular face, but like once people like like once they looked at the footage and they realized, okay, that's Miguel A. Nunes, the actor. So he left and he came back. Let me read you out a story. This is according to TMZ. Nunes found himself standing in a long line at the popular L.A. supermarket Ralph's. Unfortunately, when it was finally his time to run up and pay for his shit, his credit card got declined during payment. Instead of choosing another form of payment, the 55-year-old grew impatient. He stormed out the store With the groceries. At the time, he got away with the theft. However, a few days later, when he returned to the store boldly to buy some more food, he was put under citizen's arrest and the police were called by store employees. Now, let me not be judgmental right now because, like, we don't know exactly where this man is right now in his life. Because on social media, like what people do is they judge. Yes, he was in life. He was in um, Pfft, Joanna, man. He was in a lot of shit. But like, we don't know where someone is that in their life right now. We don't. Because because like those movies, they was a while ago. Like money goes down. And like a lot of actors right now, they're not working. Like acting is not it's not like having a regular job. It's like, yes, you get paid a lot per movie, depending on who you are, but you get paid for what you do. You get paid for the fucking music you work. So it's like, if you like, if you shoot a movie, right. And say you get 900,000 or say you get 3 million for a movie. Like you get paid for the fucking movie. So it's like, you're not getting paid Weekly. Or every two weeks, like you all, a regular worker. And now, remember, I think it was last year where the guy from the Cosby Show, he was working at a supermarket. And people found out, and they embarrassed the motherfucker online. Like, I don't understand that shit. I don't get that. Like, the man was an actor. Yes, he had a lot of roles. Yes. But he said there was a time... Where you know the roles, they stopped coming in. The shit stopped coming. Like what? Like what the fuck you expect him to do? Like there are no more roles coming in. He said, "I got bills. I got a family. I got shit to do." He said, "I was I was raised right, so I'm not gonna go out and steal. I'm not gonna do it. So I got a job. And um." I believe what's the name is working now too. Y'all remember, y'all remember um the Bernie Mac show. The son, I forgot his name. What was the little son name? But I know like right now he has a regular job. And it's like, we can't really judge these people because like he said, bills don't stop. They don't stop. So it's like, People expect, I guess, these actors or um, these celebrities who are no longer, quote unquote, popping. Like when money goes away and their career begins to fall off, they expect these people to keep it real and do some crime, rob people or do some dumb shit to get money. Because if you if you get a regular job, then it's like how like how dare you get a fucking regular job? The shit makes no sense at all, man, but. Yo, like, I really think this quarantine shit has fucked up people's minds. And I say that because the other day, man, like, I'm never on Twitter. Like, I have a Twitter, but, like, I follow nobody. Nobody follows me. I never advertise my Twitter. But there were people debating whose music catalog was better between Usher and Trey Songz. I repeat, there were people actually debating whose musical catalog was better between Usher and Trey Songz. Now, I'm not taking nothing away from Tremaine Neverson, which is Trey Songz. I got to say his whole name because I'm about to roast this nigga. Yo. Matter of fact, I'm not going to roast him. It's not his fault. But nigga, really? Yes, Trey Songz got some hits. The ready album, that was my shit. The anticipation mixtape shit. What? Y'all remember when anticipation dropped? Nigga, I was ooh, nigga, I was in the mirror, like gyrating. Hey. I was getting my shit popping. What? But his musical catalog is it don't hold a, it don't hold shit compared to Usher's. Now Yeah, Usher done had some fucking misses, man. Last year, Usher released um. What was it, a trap fucking EP? This shit was fucking, it was bad. The shit was terrible. It was trash. But when you compare the hits, like when you compare the fucking catalog that Usher had, I mean, overall, because like they, they both have had some misses. Let me pull up Usher's catalog because I mean, the shit is fucking insane. Like, I don't think people realize that. And like I was, of course I checked the comments and I seen people saying, oh, you know, Trey songs is better. Now, it was young motherfuckers saying that because if you were, like I'm 30 years old, so if you're someone who is not, you know, 15, 20, like the young motherfuckers, like you know for a fact Usher's catalog, this nigga done had hit after hit after hit after fucking hit. It's not even close. Let me pull up this shit right now. We're going to albums alone. We're not even going to get to the fucking movies. Let me go to the songs. Pull up this shit. Look look, look at the songs right here, man. We're going to start. So we're going back to 1997. In ni- y'all remember the song, You Make Me Warner? Like that was the fucking shit. You Make Me wanna off the My Way album. Peaked at number two on the charts. Shit was fucking insane. Then we got Nice and Slow. Boom, number one. We got my, y'all know My Way. My Way was fucking fire. She likes it. My, oh, let me not get in my bag right now. My Way was fucking fire. And, oh, I know y'all remember the album right here, 8701. Yo, when 8701 fucking dropped, nigga, what? I think I was in middle school. You couldn't tell me shit. Like, I was still fat back then, but like, when I heard that 8701 album, nigga, I thought I was the shit. Look at the songs you remind me y'all remember you remind me you remind me oh you got it bad you don't have to call and then look right now we getting into the prime of ushers shit the confessions album like when yeah dropped with lil john and Ludacris, shit was fucking insane he had burn he had confessions part one he had my boo He had Caught Up. He had Same Girl with R. Kelly. Loving This Club with Young Jeezy. The Loving This Club Part 2 with Beyonce and Lil Wayne. He had Moving Mountains, Trading Places. Daddy's Home, Lil Freak. Like, do I need to fucking keep going? Shit is fucking crazy right now. Motherfuckers really going to debate over who had the fucking best shit. And like, we're not even getting into like Usher's album cuts. Because those of y'all who listen to albums in full I'm not, talk, I'm not talking to y'all motherfuckers who buy albums And listen to the same shit that's on the radio I'm talking about those of y'all who buy fucking albums And listen to the album cuts Which are the songs that do not make the radio Now, if Now, you know, taking away Usher's fucking trash ass project last year that project last year was fucking garbage. I'm going to say it again. But if we take that away, every fucking Usher album, aside from the hits and the singles, so like, let's take those away. Take away all the fucking Usher's hits and his singles. If you just go to the album cuts, like them shits were fucking fire. Like the ballads, like Usher's album album, I think them shits is fucking underrated. I wish I could play some right now, but I can't because it's copyright issues. Motherfucking, and hey, they're gonna sue me. I ain't trying to get into no lawsuit with this nigga, man. i might even gonna get the Trey song shit because this. Matter of fact, let's do it. I'm, niggas is who the fuck started this fucking conversation? Now I know you know it's quarantine. Folks can't do shit, so you know it's been like a lot of battles going on. Like I, I believe, um. The other day, Jontay Austin battled Neo. That shit was fire, but. Niggas is really saying this nigga. Let me read some of the comments. Anticipation 2 is giving Usher his Confessions album a run for its money. Somebody said, Trey got more joints than Usher. I'm standing on that. Niggas, sit the fuck down. Somebody said. Trey can easily pull anything out of anticipation and kill it. Nigga, that's some fucking bullshit. And somebody said, right? Oh, my God. I'm about to end this fucking podcast. Somebody said mixtape Trey songs is better than anything in Usher's musical catalog. And on that note, thanks. I'm done. I'm done. Nigga mixtape Trey songs is better than anything Usher put out. Yo, these motherfuckers is tripping. These niggas got that COVID nineteen. All right, now we going to Trey songs. His first song was "Got to Make It." He had "Got to Go," "Wonder Woman," "Can't Help But Wait," "Last Time," "I Need a Girl," LOL, Smiley. That shit was trash. I invented sex. That was a hit. "Say I" was a smash. Neighbors know my name was popping. "Bottoms Up" was a hit. I ain't like that shit, but it was a hit. Can't be friends, love faces, unusual, heart attack, two reasons, dive in. Yo, this, nigga, this nigga's catalog is nowhere near Usher. Who the fuck said that shit? Who the fuck started this bullshit? Shit not even close, man, but um, thank you guys for tuning in, man. This is episode 26 of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, man. Yo, like, I, I plan to, to go talk about some more shit, but I'm pissed the fuck off. Who the fuck invented this fucking shit? I seen Drake finally released his, a picture of his fucking son about time, man. But now after seeing the picture of his son, like I, I kind of see why, I kind of see why he ain't think the nigga was his at first, because like looking at Drake and like looking at the picture of his son, like from like the naked eye, it's kind of questionable. Like, you can kind of see the picture and be like, is this nigga my son? This nigga don't look like me. But now, when you look at Drake's mama, and then you look at a picture of Drake's son, that's that nigga's son. It looked like Drake's son is his mama's son. Nigga got the same blue eyes, the same hair, same skin complexion. That nigga, run, that nigga in the family. So, shout out to Drake for fucking finally releasing a picture of this this motherfucker, man. I'll take that back. For finally releasing a picture of this precious young man. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Lunchroom Pockets episode 26, man. 27 is on the way. It's fucking crazy. I'm talking about some wild shit. I call up my man. Love you guys, man. Y'all look Y'all better stay safe, man. Like when this corona shit came came along, I'm thinking Maybe in about two weeks, a month, shit going to be back to normal. The shit got worse, so you guys stay safe. My mother right now, she's in quarantine. It's a lot of shit going on, but I'm still working. I'm still, you know, putting out these fucking podcasts, man. But thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 26. Stay safe.